What's up, family? Man, I just, I love that intro. I ain't lying. That intro music is jamming me. It just takes too long to get to the beat. But it's about to drop right here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What's up, family? I tell you. God is good all the time. And all the time, the Lord Jesus is good. Man, listen. Oh, we may talk about around the world. Man, I got so much to talk about. I don't even know what to name this episode. So by the time you get it, uh, it'll, it'll have a name. <laughs> but at the time of recording, I don't know what I'm going to call this. But uh, let me let me start with the most obvious Man, uh, last week was, last week for me was like hell week. Let me just be straight up honest. It was like hell week. Um, Why I say it was like hell week? Because, man, like, I had a lot of time, which normally I would take advantage of and be productive. Last week, or at least try to be productive, right? Let me be honest. Try to be productive. But last week, man, it's like it was, it's like there were chains on my mind. I don't know why I was stuck. I don't know why. And, and, and you know, you know, when one area starts to mess up, the enemy wants to mess with a bunch of areas. So, uh, you know, marriage started trying to go sideways, you know, and I don't know if that <clears throat> sounds strange to you. Coming from a uh, marriage therapist, uh, I am in a real marriage <laughs> with a real human being, and I am a real human being. So, yes, we got real marriage problems, too. Um, but so, you know, marriage starts going sideways and, you know, just like, yeah, it's just a crazy week. And even today, I wake up and I'm I'm praying, you know, I pray yesterday, you know, talking to God like, Lord, you know, what is going on? What's up with my mind, Lord? Uh, free my mind. Help me to get out of myself. Lord, help me to focus on you. All these kind of things. So today's, again, woke up praying. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I shot a video earlier uh, just for my own private collection. So instead of doing a, instead of doing a, instead of writing in my journal, I decided to shoot a video and I recorded it, but it's just for me. I don't know if I ever look at it, but I have a certain, I have a disc that I just record uh, that on. So I did that. And I, I guess I felt a little better after that. And then, you know, continued to pray, continued to pray. And then uh, finally I got some, I got an idea for some content. So that was one of my things last week. I was stuck. I could not think of what to create. <sighs> If you knew me, you would know how crazy that is. I, like, I'm not, I, I know a ton of stuff. So I was confused as to, like, create something on something, something to help the people, right? And I just couldn't do it. And so that's how I knew it was more than, I, I, I knew, I, didn't, I, I, I stopped short of saying that it was some kind of demonic attack, but I knew it was something. Anyway, fast forward back to today. So 
you know, I, you know, go through my day, pray, whatever, finally get an idea for some content. Okay, great. I can talk about that. And so I sit down and I type out my notes and it flows very well. I'm like, okay, bam, great. And I go cook and then, you know, spend a little time with the wife. We talk a little bit. Uh, I'm able to pour into her a little bit. And then fast forward to, you know, this evening. And I was in the garage. And you know what happened, right? I was thinking. I started thinking about the idea that so I started thinking about uh, Christ being on the cross, right? And him suffering. And I was thinking about how there was a point where he cried out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Right. And the reason I was thinking about that is because, you know, well, so, so I was thinking about my situation. I was like, is there a situation in the Bible where there's a low point before a high point? And that, that just came to mind, right? But but I was like, man, first of all, okay, I understand, like, Jesus bear the weight of our sins. That's crazy, first of all, for him to lay down his life for us. But not only that, for him to be born for the purpose of being on the cross and feeling abandoned by God for that brief moment. I can't imagine how painful that would would have been or how painful that was. Because watch this. There are times when I have felt as if God has abandoned me, right? In my in my human arrogance, in my prideful mind, right? I have felt like you know there have been times when I felt like like my prayers aren't being answered, he's not listening to me, you know, I can't get a prayer through. Right? So I felt abandoned. But if God did decide to stop answering my call, he is well within his right, if for no other reason, for the fact that I'm not perfect, not even kind of close. I was born in sin, shaped in iniquity. I've been sinning all of my life, a lot of it in his name. So if he decided to stop talking to me, I get it. But Jesus... I'm like, wait a minute. Have you ever really just stopped and thought about the fact that the, the, the perfect son of God who knew no sin died on a cross voluntarily and God abandoned this perfect son Abandoned him, if only briefly, turned his back on him. For me, like, do you, for whatever reason, that hit me different tonight in the garage. The fact that, because because now that I'm much older and more mature, and I look at, you know, the Bible a little differently <laughs> than I did when I was a young man, right? But knowing the Jesus of Scripture that I know, and come, the, the Jesus that I've come to understand, to know and understand, 
he would not have been just saying that on the cross to be theatrical, right? He wouldn't have been just being theatrical. And he wouldn't have been saying it to, like, he, he wasn't lying by what he felt. So that only leads me to conclude that it actually happened, meaning God had forsaken him, if but for a moment. But that's crazy because he didn't deserve that. I did. Like, he didn't deserve the lashes. Literally, I did. That's crazy. There is no greater love than for a man to lay down his life for his friend, right? Um, that, 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 that hit me in the garage. So, uh, listen, something else that was on my mind. I was thinking about, man, how much marriage has uh, grown me. And this is what this is what really made me kind of look back over the like last week versus how today has been and compare it to, man, when I was in my darkest, I thought, oh, my goodness, whatever. And now it's like I'm thinking, man, why couldn't I have had faith then or whatever? You know, you like you look back on it like, wow, I can see how you was blinded right there. As I think about that. I'm wondering Okay, so that's my little uh, cutaway when I lose my train of thought. Sorry, lost my train of thought. So um, at least the I, I lost, I hate when I chase rabbits sometimes and I didn't want to just say, oh man, forget it. No, I said, I'm, I'm going to record the rest of my thoughts while I have them fresh. So thinking about how much marriage has taught me, um, and I would not, I would have never thought, I would have never thought that um, I would have grown as much as I have in marriage. Um, which goes to show, you know, I don't know how this is going to come across, to be honest with you. Um, but in my, in my, this goes to show that in my previous marriage, right, uh, though I know that God hates divorce, my previous marriage, I believe, and I'm looking in hindsight, I'm still, I don't, you know, I'm guessing, but I believe that I did her a favor by divorcing her because the, because the connection, the love, the whatever wasn't there, Right. I didn't know to what extent, right? This is not about that. My point is here, really, that that with my with my my wife, um, I, because divorce was not an option, and because misery was not an option, the only other option for me was to grow. I didn't want to be without my wife because I loved her. I don't mean that past tense. I'm talking, I'm talking in the past when I'm saying, you know, when I chose anyway. Um, right. I didn't want to be without my wife and, uh, misery. I, I, I wasn't interested in being miserable. Right. What's the point of that? So I said, well, I need to grow. And I began to grow. And, 
I, you know, I am forever grateful to Dr. Rick Marks, who he's the one who introduced me to the whole concept of uh, emotional maturity and maturing as an adult. Right. Like I, I had no, I, man, <laughs> I had no idea. For the majority of my life, I had been an, an adult child, partly uh, while I was a therapist, because even in school, I now if, if they taught it to us, I must have been absent that day. But I don't ever remember hearing anything about any kind of, um, you know, adult childhood issues. I, I found this out maybe uh, I started I started like researching this myself maybe about five years ago. What's this? Twenty twenty four. Maybe about maybe about. Let me see. Yeah, about six, seven years ago, I started talking about uh, emotional, um, not emotionally maturity, but but adult children. I had this book, um, Recovering from Adult Children. Um, was that that? Well, I'm thinking like 2017, 2018. I don't know. Anyway, the point is, Dr. Rick Marks is the one who really, um, within my marriage, um, put me on the path of maturing emotionally. And, and, and I could say, man, it has done wonders for me. It's made my marriage um, better. So watch this. Can I just be real? Thank you. I appreciate it. So in some ways, it's made my marriage better. Now, watch this. When I say better, whose experience am I judging? Mine is that I can't, I can't judge hers, right? So what I'm saying is when I grew my experience of marriage, part of it got better. Yeah. Part of me growing allowed me to watch this. I'm being honest, right? Tolerate <laughs> some parts of my marriage. Yeah. I don't like it, but I have the maturity to tolerate it. Uh, and then there's still, you know, some areas I, I obviously I still need to grow in, but, but, if it had not been for marriage, I don't see, now literally, I don't see how God, now I don't see, you know, now God could do what he, he's God, he would do however he does, but I don't see how God would um, have gotten me to, to the place that I am as this man without uh, marriage. I'm sure he has a way, obviously he's God, I and mean, everybody doesn't get married. And he's going to get you where he wants you to be. But man, let me just tell you. And so why am I sharing that? The reason I'm sharing that is because for you, for you brothers who listen to me and you are married, uh, don't miss the opportunities for God to mold you into his image. Forget about your wife and, you know, I don't want to show I'm weak and I don't want to please her and I want her to win and have her way. Listen, if that's your thinking, you are you you've already lost anyway you're losing right so but what i'm saying is to humble yourself take your eyes off of her look in the mirror and ask god to fix whatever's going on in you you become a better husband regardless of what she does as a wife that's what i'm saying like me doing that in my from my experience right from my experience has done the most for my marriage and for, for the longevity of my marriage, y'all ain't even, 
the longevity of my marriage has been in jeopardy. And it, it would not have been in jeopardy. It just would have been over had it not been for me growing. Now I'm talking about my perspective. Obviously, my wife has grown. You know, she's done her growth. And, you know, but I'm not here to talk about her. I'm talking about me and my growth and what marriage has done for me and what marriage can do for you if you allow God to use the things that push your button to become the things that rise you to the top. You don't know what kind of uh, characteristic he is trying to develop in you by putting you through this kind of uh, pressure or pain, you know, or problem, right? You don't know what God is trying to do in you. And so, so um, if you're like me, like my thinking is I, I can't get out the marriage. Why? Because number one, I don't even want to. Okay. I love her. I want to be with her as crazy as that is. Right. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> Isn't it crazy? how we can uh, literally be about to run each other crazy but don't want to be with nobody else and don't want nobody else to be with our crazy person. If you look at them too long, we're ready to fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy. But, you know, what about, what about, why y'all keep letting me chase these rabbits? Y'all know, once I go down the rabbit trail, I can't, I can't hardly get back. But, um, I was talking about spouses, right? Well, next topic, <laughs> next topic, because um, note to self, I'm really finna write a note to myself. Do not try to record podcasts after you've taken your medicine. Because once you start getting sleepy, You, 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 you're not going to be able to chase rabbits. And so, man, this is going good, right? This is going good. But I do know one point I was making, if I can get back on this, God wants to use your pain to prosper you. The Bible says that I wish that you would prosper even as your soul prospers, right? God wants to prosper you and he prospers us mostly. Watch this. Through pain. I know you don't like it because I don't like it. But God will prosper you through pain. And so um, I know I was saying I, I, I couldn't get out of my marriage, number one, because I wanted to keep her. Right. I love my wife. And then number two, because I made a vow to God. I'm not quitting this time and I don't want to. So then what, what, what is the alternative? I was not about to. You know, emotionally abuse her. I wasn't about to, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I <laughs> one thing I know about me that's true to the core, I want to be in God's goodwill, right? I want, I don't want to be outside of God's will. So I was not fin to miss, I was not about to mistreat my wife because I wasn't getting what I felt like I deserved, needed or whatever. So I decided to grow. Growing emotionally and growing spiritually are the same thing, right? Uh, so, you know, getting into God's word and understanding what marriage is and understand just like just growing, you know, not perfect by far. I, I ain't, I'm not even close to Paul and Paul said, I ain't, I'm not there yet. So, uh, but, but, but growing, you know, 
And all I'm saying is I'm grateful to God for giving me, watch this, the crazy woman that he gave me because it is her crazy that that God uses to shape me into the image of his son. And what I'm telling you is the wife that you have, God wants to use her unique crazy to shape you into the image of his son. Yeah. Now, I'm sure God in some kind of way is getting her the same message. Yeah, because it's true for all of us. Right. I am more than sure God is using my crazy to shape my wife into who he wants her to be. I know that, (laughs) you know, I know that. But I'm telling you, you can stay frustrated. You can stay upset and frustrated. And I want a divorce and get out of here. Okay, so if you get a divorce, then what? What, what, You're going to be single forever. Right. If, if If you get a divorce. And your plan is to be single forever. Okay, you know, I don't know you personally, so I I don't know your age, so I can't say, you know, that's probably not going to happen, but whatever. I'll give you that. I'll get it to you. But let's say you don't. Let's say you divorce this person. You you know what? I want to find me somebody else. Great. What planet are you going to choose them from? No, no. What what, what planet what planet are you going to? Because if, if you're going to choose another human being another if you're going to choose an earthling you're going to choose some problems now you can choose some different problems you can choose what you decide are better problems or what you decide are worse problems because you know the severity of problems that's subjective but i'm not going into that but if you get rid of what you have all you're going to do is choose Because watch this, all we have to choose from on this planet are broken and flawed people. There was one perfect man. His name was Jesus, Yeshua of Nazareth, born in Bethlehem. All the rest of us, born in sin, shaped in iniquity. Okay, so uh, I'm just trying to encourage you. The fact that your marriage is not perfect, the fact that your, ma- your wife won't submit or she won't follow or, you know, she won't stop. Talk- Whatever it is that you feel like she won't do that you believe God wants her to do. If you trust him with her. I believe that he can move her when you can't, but allow God to change some kind of characteristic in you that he wants to get in you. I'm going to tell you this, right? I told you I'm in a regular marriage, right? And I've matured to the place of where, where fear doesn't control me in some places. But anyway, <laughs> um, let me share this with you. Uh, part of my prayer today, and, and the reason I'm sharing this with you is because I believe that you should have this same, uh, I want to encourage you to pray this same kind of prayer. Okay. The same kind of prayer. Here's what I, here's what I, what I, what I was praying today. And, you know, I didn't start off praying this today. I did not, I started off 
really asking God why, <laughs> you know, the space we're in now, asking him why. Right. But eventually, here's where I landed. I said, Lord, teach me. Now, some of y'all not going to like this. Some of y'all going to think it's crazy. Some of y'all going to say, uh, ain't no way in the world I'm doing that. Okay, great. It's for who it's for. I said, Lord, teach me to love her more than she hurts me. Did y'all hear what I said? Let me stop the music. I said, I asked God, I said, Lord, teach me to love her more than she hurts me. Because I was asking myself the question. I wonder if I was focused more on Christ than on myself, would I be in, in as much pain and frustration as I am? Mm-hmm. And then I asked myself, I wonder if I would be thinking the way that I'm thinking if I was more grateful, like if my mind was simply focused on being grateful and counting blessings. If I just spent an hour just being grateful and counting blessings, would I still feel the way that I feel? And then, you know, that kind of thinking and, you know, uh, you know, I, I think out loud. So I'm in the car and I'm riding. And then I just got to the place where I say, Lord, you know, teach me to love her more than she hurts me. Right. And 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 I, you know, I said some other things to God, but, you know. My trust. Is in him, not in her. Right. You understand that, because. Because if my trust was in her to to do whatever, grow, be whatever kind of wife, I'm in trouble because as soon as I see her not doing what I believe, <laughs> you feel me, what I believe she should be doing as a wife, I, I, I'm 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 thrown off. But 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 if my trust is in God, then I understand that when God is moving. Most times you cannot see his hand while it's moving. You can only see the end result. So while it still may look like she's not doing whatever, like nothing is changing, my trust is in God. And I understand that God moves how he moves. So now all I got to do is be patient. But because Jesus said, without him, I can do nothing. I then go back to God, say, Lord, teach me, help me be patient to wait on you while you do what you said you're going to do. Yeah. So so don't give up on your marriage. You might need to flip your perspective. You might need to Okay, now let's bring the music back in. Yeah. And um and I'm only bringing the music in because, you know, I'm right at 30 minutes and I didn't want to be that long, but I got more to talk about. So I'm going to do another episode, not tonight. <laughs> Not tonight. It'll it'll still be there. I'm gonna go ahead and go to bed because I'm drowsy, right? But um, yeah, you 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 know, just, I, I heard somebody say, God never wastes a hurt. You know, I don't I, I don't think I've heard that explicitly in Scripture. 
But I do believe absolutely that God will use the painful things of our lives to mold us. So when the Bible says that those whom he foreknew, he also predestined, excuse me, to be conformed to the image of his son. That conforming to the image of his son happens in difficulty. And I know that I often forget, right? And so what I'm saying, we, we can't forget that difficulty and trials are normal on this planet. Peter said, don't act as if, as if some strange thing is happening to you. And I'd be doggone if that's not the way I acted last week. At last week, like, what in the world is going on? Lord, why hast thou forsaken me? I was just confused. But I tell you what, today my, my, my faith is strengthened because I understand. I understand, I understand, I understand that uh, it's always darkness before light. I understand that you got to go down before you got to, before you can go up. I understand that just because it feels like God has forsaken me does not mean that I'm alone because he said, I would never leave you nor forsake you. Yeah. All right. I'll talk to y'all next episode.